Hi, I'm Pete Hostrasser, founder of Disrupt Education. Before we get into the podcast, I want to remind you that we at Disrupt Education light up your ambition. We help you or your student find out what they're really good at, what they enjoy doing, and we attach academia to reality. So check us out at disrupteducation.co. Thanks for joining us. Make sure that you hit that thumbs up and subscribe to the channel to hear so much more about disrupting education. The Disrupt Education vlog can be found on YouTube. To hear it in podcast form, search Disrupt Education on any of the following podcast platforms. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Welcome to this very special edition of Disrupt Education. So glad to be in the International Mansion of Education and Innovation. Yes. Got that right. I'm here with Maria Amelia, Amelia Fermi. I'm, I want to make sure I get that right. Thank you. And Brando Fermi Crawford. Thank you so much for hosting. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. This building is not built out yet. Uh, it is getting there, um, but we're excited to hear a little bit more. Let's let's hear about you two. Who are you? And tell us a little bit about your educational paths. We'll start with you, Maria. Okay. So uh, I am from Argentina originally, and uh, I am a professor in piano. That's my degree. Um, so I went to preschool, kindergarten, elementary school, high school, and then went to, through the conservatory, and um, and pretty much. The conservatory didn't teach me anything, but took away from my creativity wow. that I was going into. Um, so when I'm saying that, I'm saying that uh, all my creativity was taken away because I had to read and, and all these books. Yeah. And I had to get burned out by playing piano for eight hours a day and not what I was creating, but mainly for what I had to follow on the um, curriculum that they were they would be provided to me. Uh, so I finished, uh, because I had to finish, I had to have my degree. Now I see in retrospective that I didn't have to have my degree for mm -hmm. what I do. Yeah. Um, and I had to relearn and refine myself after so many years um, of just following others' curriculum and not my own creativity. Oh, I see, I see. So now we are here. Your son is with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Brenda. Yeah, um, so kind of taking off where Maria left off, um, my mom moved from Argentina, mm -hmm. and she always leaves out, to me, I always the most interesting <laughs> part. She leaves Argentina, she comes here because um, the Fermi side of the family, mm -hmm. uh, Enrico Fermi was a Nobel Prize winning physicist, right. and came here and was involved in, in Primarily, people know him because of the atomic bomb. That yeah. was a big thing. His Jewish family escaped, mm -hmm. and he wanted to do something that ended up being kind of destructive. Um, but all that to say, she, she, my mom is a Fermi, and she mm -hmm. heard that the Fermis were here in Chicago, and she yeah. was going to learn English. It wasn't going to be in Boston. It was right. In Chicago. So <laughs> Excellent. She came here, and within, I think it was like a three-year period, mm -hmm. she got here um, as a student, student visa. Um, was chosen by uh, a, a school locally, music school, that sponsored her mm -hmm. to stay here. 
um, that school had, you know, there was, there was a tragedy where the, the owner was dying of cancer. Um, it was a not-for-profit. And as they kind of transitioned into a more, um, a different role in, in, in the community, um, my mom wanted to do something different, wanted to combine her talents. She now was uh, a music teacher locally, and then also she uh, was teaching kids Spanish. And so she was like, well, I could be called the language and music school. Mm. She decided to open the school. She gets pregnant with me, mm -hmm. and she is, before she gets pregnant with me, she gets married here. <laughs> it all happened, it all happened within three years. It was a yeah. pretty quick quick, uh, quick thing, and then mm -hmm. 25 years of having the language and music school in our park. Excellent. Um, so then, now that's when my part starts. Sure, yeah. 25 years. Um, so I uh, grew up in Oak Park, mm -hmm. um, but I also had those international ties to Argentina, um, and I was very involved. I, I grew up taking lessons at my mom's school. Um, I uh, also was very involved in acting, mm -hmm. and uh, and that took me into an interesting place where in high school I was just really hungry for success in acting. Yeah. I think that um, it, I, I try to analyze where that came from. I think that I had a, a really there was a, a tough time in my childhood, which I think I can say that there was a custody battle, and I think mm -hmm. a lot of people can relate to that. And that was really complex and um, and I wanted to make a name for myself yeah. and um, and then also certainly like middle school you have uh, there's bullying there's uh, being in that awkward phase it's a very awkward phase, <laughs> very awkward phase. <laughs> so I, uh, I I went into acting and I got my an agent and mm -hmm. I actually left high school mm -hmm. um, so that was a bit of an unconventional thing I left with one credit left oh. and <laughs> uh, and I thought I was gonna just do this and I did it Mm -hmm. For three years, and I loved it. My agent, I love her, Casey Hudson, yeah, Shirley yeah. Hamilton. Shout out! Shout out to Casey. <laughs> gave me my shot, and mm -hmm. uh, I was doing a lot of work, and I was uh, really, you know, I think succeeding in a conventional way. Um, you know, I, I made friends with with people who, uh, after I had left the mm -hmm. business, had become successful. Um, one of them is a series regular on Stranger Things, Joe mm -hmm. Peary. Nice. Um, we were both we both mentioned Stranger Things together. Yeah. So there's this like okay, I, I think that if I would have kept going, you know, I, I would have experienced what I wanted. But I had I, I felt this need to leave. Um, we ended up having a crisis at our school, mm -hmm. and the crisis was, was a couple different crises, um, but uh, financially it was not doing well. Mm -hmm. um, there was primarily it was a teacher um, had talked to our secretary and said, you know what, let's go off, um, let's take a bunch of students from the school, that's something that's really unethical, that's mm -hmm. very widespread right. in like any type of service industry, law firms, schools, you can talk to anyone, yeah. you've probably experienced that. And so, you know, it left us in this crunch where we thought, do we just, I, I'm an actor and my mom retires and yeah. we leave this, and we made a decision together that I would spend one year mm -hmm. taking a hiatus. Yeah. And during that year hiatus, um, I would see what education was like and see if we could rebuild the school. Welcome to the game. Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, the interesting thing about education was I got everything I wanted from acting yeah. that I wasn't getting. Mm -hmm. um, I watched this great movie, My Dinner with Andre, mm -hmm. which is kind of like this. There are two men talking the whole time. It was a groundbreaking film. You know, it's weird. Two men talking. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good movie. And... It made me think a lot about you know why I made the choices I did and um, 
and ultimately, you know, I won't go into the detail. I could talk about that movie for a long time. It's right. very philosophical. I recommend yeah. it. But um, I did decide to uh, become an educator for longer than one year. Yeah. And uh, and during this year, the school we had we were two hundred and fifty percent. Uh, student enrollment than our best year. Mm, um, nice. So if something happened, I think between our collaboration, I couldn't do that myself. Yeah. My mom couldn't do it by herself. Yeah. But in having two minds pushing for the same goal, we really did achieve um, a, a vision a that growth, we had. A growth of seventy percent. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. That's amazing. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Really amazing. Yes. So ultimately, um, so we had we had like maybe an average of one hundred students. We, we finished with two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Um, and we thought, what are we going to do next? Um, and during this time, we were helping out. And it made me want to talk about um, there was one particular student and what we, what sacrifices we made, what we did for them, mm-hmm. and how that led to the creation of thinking about doing a K through eight school. Yeah, because that's that. a big that's yeah. a big leap. And right. you know, you were saying in our tour. This is, you know, private lessons start right. this whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. And right. now we're to a point where we're at a K through eight school. Exactly. Tell us exactly. about that. Okay. So we were doing these private lessons and we did have a preschool and mm-hmm. kindergarten immersion in Spanish. Right. Um, going on for a couple of years. And a particular student came to us and he was doing that pre-K program. And um and he uh, was excellent. He was excelling in Spanish, excelling in, in music. Um, all of a sudden, he is lives in Oak Park. The parents feel that he should be going to the public school mm-hmm. system at the age of five years old when he's going to kindergarten. Yeah. And like most of our students had to leave and go there. Right. And he went to this uh, kindergarten where they are asking him to take a test. And he passes above and beyond reading, <laughs> above and beyond math, above and beyond everything. Yeah. And he goes through the year. And during the year, he is not, he's forgetting the Spanish. He's not doing well in music with us because he keeps coming for private lessons. Right. But he is losing interest. He is losing everything. He's getting these red uh, cards that the teacher is giving him because of the behavior he's having. Yeah. And at the end of the year, they did the same test they did at the beginning of the year, and he is failing everything. Uh, he forgot how to read. He forgot mm-hmm. the math. He forgot the science. He mm-hmm. forgot. And we are here thinking, what are we going to do? Yeah. And so. So ultimately, what what happens yes. is is that we decide to start an elementary school for him. For him. Yeah. But wow. there are two other kids. Actually, there was. There was five other kids yeah. in the end, but two other kids from the same class, mm-hmm. um, or from his same school, from the same school, mm-hmm. different class, um, who they come to us, they said, well, we heard about what you were doing with this, this particular child, and um, we're really upset about something. And they show us the report card that their child got. Oh, same. And uh, what was very interesting and sort of disturbing uh, was that this child, she said, this is the report card I got. I know my child's above average, but this isn't the issue. Right. I was at a gathering with parents, and we compared report cards. They were the same They were all cards. the same, yes. yes. Yeah. And so yeah. we were like, wow, well, what does that mean? What, what were my report cards? <laughs> 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 right, right, right. 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 Yeah. And, um, 
And so we started a beta program, like a pilot program for an elementary school where our new vision was, okay, first off, all our children are going to be fluent in Spanish mm-hmm. in a useful way, mm-hmm. conversational. Mm-hmm. But if we're doing that for language, why don't we do that for everything else? And we say, okay, if we're going to teach math, it's going to be taught by an architect. Yes. And we're going to build yes. things and we're going to measure and we're going to, they're, they're going to be able to be proud of some achievement, not some abstract, you know, letter grade. And then the other thing that besides the real life application is what if our kids, um, they were to learn their subjects to mastery. Mm. This, this concept came from Sir Ken Robinson, who I'm mm-hmm. sure you're yep. a fan of. Big fan. Uh, mm-hmm. And so he, he says in his TED talk, and he's like, well, what if, what if children are paired by interest, not by age? So that was, that was easy. We were like, okay, that, sure, that actually yeah, yeah. takes away you know, a hurdle that we would have to have a minimum of how many kids in each grade? No. Mm. Pairing kids by, by this interest, by this artistic talent, by the, the interest in their parents' interest, frankly in their kid being fluent in another language because mm-hmm. I think everyone should frankly be interested in that. Right. Um, and then um, that no one gets B's or C's. Everyone mm-hmm. has to learn their subject to the best of their abilities and that's just the end of it. Right. Um, and so that's what we did mm-hmm. and, uh, and we got the attention of an academy called Fusion Academy. Okay, yeah. Fusion has uh, a very rigorous advertising campaign so we had already known about them. And they have four locations in the Chicagoland area. They do one-on-one learning for high schoolers. Mm. So we thought, okay, um, they're reaching out to us. They're telling us that that they want something like this for elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, they want something like this just to exist. It, it doesn't need to be, be a subsidiary of Fusion. Right. They just want to be able to recommend something mm-hmm. to all these kids that inquire and say, well, is there a Fusion for kids, for elementary school kids? And, um, and they are the ones who helped us actually end up getting uh, with advanced debt, which sure. is accreditation, right. which mm-hmm. is the highest form of accreditation. We, we thought, okay, well, if they did it, yeah. we shouldn't be afraid of actually getting recognition. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that accreditation, that, that pursuing that and realizing that we can be recognized led to us wanting a magic person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my next question is, when is 9 through 12? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting that you brought up the, your first student that, that brought on a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really, I mean, it's, it's a shock to a lot of people when they take that first test. And they, the, whoever it is, the child is over wherever they should be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they suck the creativity. I'm sure you saw yourself in that child. Right. Right. And and how did that feel? I mean, how did that feel to you? Well, it felt like I'm not going to let this happen again. And that's why we started this. You're so right that it wasn't just that child. I saw my child in my childhood. And I said, is that going to happen to that child? Mm -hmm. And and I couldn't let it happen. So we, we, and, and, and looking at that, then I'm, I'm going to tell you that there are some other differences in our program. That mm-hmm. is, we are not starting our students at 7.30 or 8 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Our programs have three uh, times, start, that, times. start mm-hmm. times. 
it can be the 7.30 mm -hmm. that somebody drops them off and we start at that time. If the need is there. If yeah. the need is there. Yeah. The main time is 9.30 in the morning. A recommended time. Right. Yeah. But yeah. then we have students coming at 11.30. Uh, yeah. Now my son behind the camera is like, yes. <laughs> yes. Right. <Yes. laughs> so, we're not yeah. all the same. Yes. Yeah. We are night people. We're morning people. Mm -hmm. We're afternoon people. Yeah. And so um, that is something that, again, I saw myself. I was more of an afternoon and evening person. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. going to try to appeal to that too for the child's brain to be ready at their right time. Right, right. Um, and pretty much is five hours off schooling from mm -hmm. 7.30 and five hours or 9.30 or, or 11.30. Right, right. And the other thing that we have changed is the eating and drinking at any time. Yeah, so yeah. the children are all really important. Right, yeah. Right. It's all yeah. the needs that the sleeping, the eating, mm -hmm. the the walking, because our lectures and many of our classes are walking. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. We are singing and walking. Yeah. We are so we're not sitting on a desk. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We we learned a lot, I mean, from, from summer camp. Like yeah. if kids are can learn and have fun for three months of the year, can they do it for twelve months? Exactly. And that was really important. Right. We were right. like, well, you know, this Clearly, that model is sustainable financially, yeah. and there there can't be a reason why. It, it just has to be that people follow. They kind of just follow a leader, and they follow. Okay, if public schools are doing this. Well, us Catholic schools have to do it, and right. us Montessori schools have to do it. And so they have thirty kids in one class. They have a standard start day, start time of the day, mm -hmm. standard end time, um, a lunch in the middle, yeah. and we thought um, let's. We, it's this whole idea of well, let's not just tweak it and change it. Let's just revolutionize it. Let's take take it yeah. completely. Like, throw away everything that's been um, kind of like uh, become this this rhythm and this this music that everyone listens to and follows, and, and right. really just do what we would want for us. And that is such the Ken Robinson model. Yes. So it's yes. beautiful. Yes. It is. What yeah. uh, What are you most excited about September? when this goes. <laughs> when we came to the mansion at the beginning, before buying it, and we said this is the place we want to be in, mm -hmm. was because we felt that the students that are going to come here are going to breathe beauty. Mm -hmm. Breathe and be in the spirit that we have tried to do for 25 years in a storefront. Yeah. yeah. Which was very, people would love what we talked about and what we did, but many of them would not choose the school just because it was a storefront. Yeah. And it, it, the body has to be, according to the spirit, it, it has to be matching and we were not matching at all. Yeah. Here we feel that this body mm -hmm. will embody the spirit that we have. Right. And, uh, and that's, um, the, the excitement is that, that now we can provide the body yes. that was missing for all these years to the spirit that we Mm -hmm. uh, can, can I add to that yes. a little comparison? Yes. It's, it's kind of like when uh, you know we, we were wandering in the desert for 25 yes. years. We do feel like it's, uh -huh. it's this interesting kind of like we paid our dues. We've mm -hmm. been there. We've struggled. We had the peak of our financial difficulty mm -hmm. and, um, and the school being able to sustain itself. Because mm -hmm. at the peak of the difficulty, one of the biggest things was, well, we already had our savings and we had... Um, we had our investments and we thought, I mean, one of the things you came to the table was you keep up with acting mm -hmm. and, and I 
retire with investments. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what was really interesting, and this is going to lead into how we even got the mansion, mm -hmm. is we were going to, we had bought some real estate, luckily after, right after 2008, yeah. like by accident. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't even know what a deal we were getting. And mm -hmm. so this was with the plan of maybe retiring someday. Mm -hmm. So we had enough of a track record where we were going to buy an apartment building. Yeah. And we were just going to uh, buy this apartment building and that was going to be your thing and I was going to have my acting and mm -hmm. continue to do that. And uh, so we had the financing for, I'm, I kid you not, exactly what this place costs. <laughs> and so that was three months before. There's a sign. That was incredible. <laughs> right. like we, we lost the bid. I mean, we would have yeah. it. We, mm -hmm. right. we, oh. we bid <laughs> slightly too low and yeah. we didn't want to go higher. Sure. And, um, and then like we were, we, we walk from the school, the storefronts in Oak Park and Lake. Yep. And there's like a, a two mile walk to North Avenue mm -hmm. and back. And since I was maybe 14, we would walk together mm -hmm. yeah. once, between once and three times from there and back mm -hmm. and talk about our days. This replaces dinner. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We would talk about our day. And as I became more active at the school, we would write emails together, um, talk about how to deal with whatever the issue of the day was. Mm -hmm. So we're walking on Oak Park Avenue. We always walk past this place. Yeah. So I mean, the, the allegory in that, like, we were like, in a sense, like Joshua marching around the the, the city. I mean, right, right, really, right, it was right, like right. we were yeah. we were like every time. Okay, we want someday, like mm -hmm. maybe as a dream, right, to have a place like this. Now we mm -hmm. didn't even think. Yes. Right. school. And and the fact that then it was like okay, it's on the market. Hold mm -hmm. up. Okay, it's not sold. And it was, okay, the, the place is, and this is, so it's a, it's a, if it was to burn down tomorrow, mm -hmm. it would cost, it's insured for $7 million, mm -hmm. so it would cost that much to rebuild it. Right. Um, they listed it for an already low price of around $3 million. Right. Um, they had brought the price down by the point we inquired to $1.75, mm -hmm. and, um, and when, I think a combination of them not being able to sell mm -hmm. and us being, we, we just put out basically our entire financial report of the school and right. said, this is how much charity work we do. Mm. And the, the owners are very charitable people, very good people. Yeah. And I think they recognized our mission. And so they accepted an offer that was $75,000 less yeah. than what the, they had even wow. dropped it down yeah. to as like yeah. a, a, a like this is the minimum we would sell for that would even lower and um and we, we got it this is the ultimate story of the answer was right in front of you <laughs> right yeah yeah and w when we walked and we said well this should be the place if it's just if, if it comes easy to us yeah it came so easy to us yeah everyone was happy about it everyone was cheering for it mm -hmm. uh, the price was right Every door was open, right. so if it wasn't, it, it, it had to be. Yeah. And we are involved in this forever and ever. We know we are jailing ourselves right. in, in this because this anybody, is it. This yeah. is it. And, and we love it. And because we love it, we're doing it. If not, then yes, I'm retired. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we yeah. are do not doing it. Tell us about what the building's going to be. Because okay. it, right now, if, if we took everybody through here, there's a lot of construction. Mm -hmm. um, what, what does it look like inside? Nine classrooms? Is that what I read right? Yes. Well, the article was a little, little off. Okay. There was a couple different articles, yeah. and, and one of them did say nine classrooms. Okay. So you're right in, if, 
if we were going off of that. Now, on the, um, the, the place is structured in a way where there's different types of classrooms. Mm -hmm. So if you go to the third floor, there are roughly eight or nine one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. rooms. And on the second floor, there are three larger classrooms mm -hmm. where it can fit like a more conventional sized class. Right. Um, we are not fitting a conventional sized class. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't see desks and rows. That's here. right. Yeah. Just say. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, and then on the th the first floor, there's three as well. Mm -hmm. um, we also have this beautiful. It's forty thousand square foot outdoor. Right. Um, which is going to be utilized. Um, the three main purposes are the preschool through eighth grade. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to also be hosting uh, a venue. Um, mm -hmm. So we, we thought, okay, we're going with school, we're not going to stop there. We're going to uh, pull maybe an old town school of folk music and, yeah. and host some concerts. Um, and if concerts, maybe we can host speakers, maybe we can host lectures. And we added live debates to that list. So okay, we, we are planning to, um, I think Oak Park's the right place to just have people of opposing sides come together mm -hmm. and, and discuss in a, in a moderated setting. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to keep up the original vision yeah. of uh, language and music school one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. um, adding some academic tutoring in there since we're already maybe doing that for our kids. And, uh, and then there's a couple specialty things. We have someone doing coding, mm -hmm. fencing. Yeah. So there's, oh, there's wow. a couple of fun things outside of the realm of like piano lesson, mm -hmm. guitar lesson, um, everything that everyone expects us to do. Right. So. So we are looking at what's the opening day? We're trying to open on September 1st. September 1st, okay. And um, there's no guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to set a date sometime. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. How can people find you and, and what kind of you know places are there to get more information about this school? So we, we have our website, it's yeah. internationalmansion.com, mm -hmm. um, somewhere on the bottom of yep. the screen. We'll put it down there <laughs> and put it on the podcast. Uh, internationalmansion.com, you can actually sign up for lessons online, that's okay. a new feature. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's being developed, but you know, I, I definitely, if there's if you sign up for something online, I'll be calling you and explaining to you, you know, what you're going, what, what yeah. you've signed up for. Um, help you uh, adjust your time slot if you need to, mm -hmm. based on whatever the, I don't know how sophisticated the online uh, sign-up <laughs> is. Um, the, uh, you can sign up for a consultation um, mm -hmm. if you're interested in your child attending the school. Yeah. Um, so you can sign up for, it's a, it's a class followed by a free consultation with us where we would discuss their placement, what we would be able to do in a year, what we would be able to do in five years, yeah. and, uh, and then we leave it to the parents. Mm. We do have um, a really wonderful group, a starting group of kids that yeah. we're excited to work with. Um, we're pretty much already set that, okay, we know what we're going to be doing this year. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have some additional uh, here and there because I think that we should work with every kid in the world. You know, sure. I mean, this is just yeah. the vision. Um, but we're, we're very happy with the kids that are starting with us, the mm -hmm. kids that are coming from our old school, and, um, and then just adding to that. Excellent. I can't thank you enough. These are true disruptors of education and actually are building it. Um, I'm super excited to see where this goes. I don't see this going anywhere but up. Um, I think that obviously with my movement and the things that, that and the people that I talk to, there's a lot of you know smaller pieces, but putting together them all in a wonderful space like this mm -hmm. is truly magical. Thank you. Wish you both the best. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys Thank so you. much. Thank you. We'll have all the information down below. 
true disruptors of education. You want to check out this school. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time.